Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Pick and Flow podcast. Today I am going to be discussing uh, a really important concept that actually was written about in the book Spiral Dynamics um, by Claire Graves. Actually, was written by Claire Graves, it's from Don Beck. Um, and who else, Mags? Don Beck and who was the other author? Cohen. Cohen. Dan Cohen. Damn it, I think that's a cricketer. Anyway, who were students of Claire Graves. So Claire Graves came forward with the Spiral Dynamics model, um, which is quite a profound model. It, it integrates into a lot of Wilbur's work. It's really speaking to vertical development within the psycholo- psychology of a human being. Um, profound stuff. Either way, there's a model that came up in conversation with Megan, my team member, um, just the other day. And what that model was, they call it open, arrested, closed. I refer to it as open, reserved, closed now this can be used in the context of literally human growth and potential and development Um, it can be used in the context of uh, sales it can be used in the concept of uh, or the context rather of uh, and this is really actually what I'm going to speak to today a little bit different but friendships and relationships and so forth so have you ever had an experience where you've learned this thing You've had this experience. Uh, I know people that have been on our retreats talk about this and they go back to their day-to-day life and when they're talking with their friends and talking with their family, they, they want to be able to impart all this amazing knowledge that they've accumulated. You may relate to this in your own examples. However, their family members aren't interested. Their friends are not interested in listening to it. And so they kind of struggle with this idea of like, what do I do with this? And so using this model of open, reserved or closed is so simple. But what it does do is allow you a simple framework to assess, you know, what kind of conversation am I having? Like, is this person really, are they opting into this kind of conversation? Are they interested? Are they wanting to know? Are they engaged? Are they kind of on the fence, a little bit skeptical, um, not so sure, but they are still open for the conversation or they're just closed and either A, just listening for the sake of listening on your behalf um, or they're just not interested whatsoever at all. So this is a really powerful tool when looking at what kind of conversation are we having. The, the interesting thing from, let's talk about a sales point of view. Uh, Now, I wanted to do a different podcast on this, which I probably still will, which is selling with integrity and buying facilitation. Um, And I know another coach, Taki Moore, uh, talks about we're not having a sales conversation. We're having a fitting conversation. Are we a good fit? And that's really what it should be. All sales in that context should be just a discussion. Are we a good fit for each other? Are you even aware of what your problem is? Uh, Do you know what the problem behind the problem is? And, And are we the right provider or service to be able to help you facilitate your result that is a very very different conversation than the traditional sales conversation which is you've got a problem here's our solutions how do i sell to you in a way that makes you think our solution will plug your problem and so when we actually have this open reserved closed conversation or model within our conversations because keep it in mind for me i do sales all the time and that's not, I don't see my job as sales. I see my job as facilitating somebody um, purchasing or, or investing in a path that's going to develop them. And if we're the right fit, fantastic. If we're not the right fit, fantastic. And so 
I would dare say that majority of people are doing sales in, and sometimes it's just not a monetary trans- transaction. Sometimes it's an information transaction. Maybe the sale is, hey, I would love some some of your time, right? It's it, there's different ways of selling. The thing is that we associate it with money and associate it with um, targets and things people don't need commonly. So. How could this work in that context? Well, if somebody's open, they're fully engaged in the conversation. They're asking questions, they're relating to it, um, they're wanting to know more about it, they're really interested, and I do apologize, this microphone is amazing, however, there is a bit of mechanic background. I'm trying to squeeze all these podcasts in before I go to Queensland for a week, so I'm doing it during the day. I'm next door to mechanics. So... On that, if they're engaged, they're asking questions, they're relating to it, they're wanting to know more about it, um, it's a completely different type of conversation. The problem is if if you, as the salesperson, and as a person that's just left your retreat or learning course or your peak experience, and you just talk at people thinking that they're on the same open level as you, it's just not going to work. And that's where you get resistance. It's literally a, any resistance is a breaking rapport. It, it, any resistance is a lack of rapport. And so the key thing there first is like, are we literally in rapport and both opting in to this type of conversation? Or am I doing it on behalf of me? Or am I doing it on behalf of you or what I think you want? Really important. So then we look at, and this is still t- sticking with the idea of sales, um, a fitting conversation, if I may. With reserved is the person's kind of on the fence. They potentially could be open, but they could also, you know, they could take it or leave it. It's probably the easiest way to comprehend that position. Now, in this place, it is so crucial to be able to see, like, just to know there's no buy-in. And the conversation is 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 it literally it's a it's a dialogue it's it's a backwards and forwards um and the person is you as a person that is holding the sales fitting conversation is literally asking questions from a place of curiosity um one of the key things that i see here is making sure that um whether this being sales or any other example of this is that you're answering this person's question what people may try and do, and which is an old sales model, is that they will attempt to answer the question or question answer the question with a question or answer it in a way that leads them to their product or service. Right? They're trying to get a yes, or they're trying to do some sort of strategy around that. For a lot of people, this is going to break rapport. And if it doesn't break rapport because a person runs high external or they run like a high um, partner perspective or consensus, then what's going to happen is that they probably will buy or they'll say they'll buy and then stop answering your phone calls or they will buy and then they won't fo- like really follow through and be an A-grade client and then they'll ask for a refund and things like that. So it's really getting an idea, are we on the same page? Um, and more importantly, am I answering your question? And with that, Answering their question is simply helping to build rapport and honesty. And if they're not the right fit, you can figure it out nice and quick. And you're going to waste time. What happens though is if they are not the right fit and you're trying to manipulate the conversation to make them think they'll be the right fit so that you meet your targets and numbers, then at some point you've spent so much time, which could have been really, really invested in finding who is the right fit. 
And so being able to be on the same page, being able to build rapport through these types of conversations and literally being genuine in your interactions will fundamentally pay off long-term because even if you're not the right fit for this person, because they had a genuine conversation with you, they're going to refer you to the people that think they're going to fit for you. Like you're just creating more salespeople. Whereas if you're trying to create more numbers, that's where you're going to break rapport and it's, it's your brand, it's your signature. Super important. Now, if the person's closed... Here's my bit of advice for you. Let them be. That is completely a-okay. In fact, it is way easier to know if the person's closed, if they're not interested, if it's not for them. Don't try and change their perspective. Be like, great, cool, thank you. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, Otherwise, do you know anyone that might be interested in what we do anyway? Like, that's it, right? And that's actually respecting that person, with where they're at, what they're wanting to do. And this is one of the things that I see a fair bit is that sometimes people will go, oh, they're not ready. And we have to be very careful with this because when we say somebody's not ready to buy our services, what we may be saying is also that our services are essential for this person's growth. There are millions of people that have developed, had better lives, that have never purchased a service. I know that I know that sounds obvious, but it's so crucial. It's like, is this person the right fit for me? Because we want a community, a common unity of individuals that love what we do, that love to be a part of it, and that contribute. And we need to have people that are right fit. If you chuck people that are the wrong fit in there, it it actually ruins the community. It completely it completely impacts the culture. And so our ability to go is this person open, reserved, or closed. So how does this then relate to conversations with our friends and our family about the things that we've learned? So, excuse me, I know in a presupposition in NLP, or not a presupposition necessarily, but is don't NLP on people. And what that means with neuro-linguistic programming is as you learn this, apply to self first. Apply to self. Don't go out there and just project it onto people because there's a, a blind projection of yourself in that. And so knowing that, and using our open, reserved, and closed concept, we're able to speak to our friends friends and family and see who's really engaged and who's ready to step into being a part of that type of community that we can share that language with, that we can share those experiences with. If it's being beneficial for you, it may not have been the right timing for you five years ago, and maybe that's where they're at as well. But once again, it doesn't. we've got to be careful in presupposing that they need to be going down the same path as you. Hopefully... They've got their own pen in their hand and authoring their own story. But being able to invite people, being able to hold space to allow people to opt in, right? That's their buy-in is so important because if they're able to do that, then they're the ones that are starting to choose to be there for them, not because you told them to so and not because um, they're just trying to shut you up, so to speak. But a simple model, open, reserved, closed can be so profound for us to really get a good idea of where people are at and what types of conversations we can have with them but above everything if they're closed let them be there's some freedom in that there's a beautiful uh analogy um i remember hearing whether it be in sales or in in sales is conversation in any conversation and so a butterfly if it lands upon a flower it won't try and continue. If there's no nectar in that for it, it doesn't continue to try and pull anything out of it. It just flies away to the next flower. 
And so our ability to be able to like, is this the right conversation for us? Is this the right fit? It's not. Fantastic. And off to the next thing. It, it can be so freeing. It can be so powerful. Whereas sometimes we sit there and we try and pull as much out of this flower that has nothing for us. And therefore we have nothing for it. I, uh, I can't remember which rapper it was. But they... It was, it was a documentary on Netflix recently, and I remember seeing it in a short. I didn't actually watch the whole thing. But it was a really, once, really simple and concise point as well. And they said, if you love it, what we made, the art, right, the music, if you love it, welcome to the club. If you didn't, then we didn't make it for you. And it can be that simple. Team. I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. As always, if you found this podcast beneficial, if you enjoy it, then it would mean the world to me if you pass it on to someone else or share it on your socials. Make sure to tag Peak and Flow Training or Dave Nixon Flow or both. On top of that, um, if you'd like to find out more about our retreats, we have a retreat coming up in September in Kangaroo Valley in New South Wales. Um, You can find out more about that in the show notes. You can find out more about coaching and training and also our free weekly webinar in the show notes as well. Or you can go to peakandflow.com.au to learn more. Um, I have more information coming around my America tour. First time in six years. Really looking forward to it. I've got a few things to confirm before I confirm going across. Um, but if you are in America and you like want to reach out, I'd love to hear from you because uh, I'd love to do some work and run some seminars and so forth over there as well. But team, for me now, that's done. I'm out. Until next time, peace and pizza. I'll see you soon.